0: not this way everywhere you go amen some of you know you've been recently it's not this way everywhere you go you don't feel this everywhere amen and the great thing about it is if you'll respond it'll get stronger and the power of god can change your life right here right now today hallelujah thank you jesus thank you jesus amen Amen. So thankful for each and every one of you. Amen. I'm going to let you be seated. I know you've been standing for a few moments. I want to thank, amen, all of our First Impressions team, everybody that greeted you and welcomed you in today, helped you find a place to park, helped you find a way to their, your seat. It's cold out there, so amen. Let's give our Fit team a big hand today. We appreciate them. Amen. They are our heroes on the front lines. They're out there to make you feel welcome. Amen. We want you to know from the moment you pull on this campus that you are loved. Amen. And you're in the right place today. I do want to say thank you and welcome all of you. We've got a lot of great things happening. And uh, I, for those of you that don't know, I'm A.J. dubbett I'm the pastor here at the Crossroads, and uh, I do want to welcome all of our guests that we have with us today and all those of you that are watching us online. Thank you so much for checking us out online. Most people check us out online before they show up, so thanks for watching, and uh, we hope that you'll make plans to be with us in person soon. And uh, amen. We're so thankful for... Uh, it's not It's not really about our praise team and our music, but we're thankful for our praise team and our our music. Amen. And uh, you, you all know this, but we're getting ready to, to move into a new dimension here at the Crossroads. Uh, next year, we'll be starting 10 a.m. services and 2 p.m. services, two services in one day. And uh, somebody asked me not too long ago, they said, do we really need two services? I said, our community needs two services. Amen. And we need to expand and let God, amen, bring those people that He wants to be here And we're going to reach out and we're going to love our community. Amen. And this is just giving those an opportunity. People that maybe can't come in the morning, they can come in the afternoon. Those who can't come in the afternoon, they can come in the morning. But all of those of you that are here and you can come to both, guess what we want you to do? We want you to come and just experience the presence of God in one of the services. And we want you to come and serve and help us serve the people who are coming in the other service. Amen. It's a really simple concept. And this is going to be uh, a little bit of a challenge because, as many of you know, uh, Brother Josh and Sister Jessica Cooper were elected pastor at the Crossroads of Louisville, our uh, campus that is 25 minutes up the road in in Valley Station. And uh, they will be there every 10 a.m., and uh, they will come back here and be with us on the 2 p.m. service, Uh, but we are excited about what God is doing, and we're going to be sending a few people as they need to help them in whatever they need. Uh, We are not dumping them. We're giving them a chance to continue to grow, and like I have told several people, spread their wings and fly just a little bit. Amen. We're so proud of them, and we're praying for them. Amen. Believing that God is going to do great things with their ministry. Amen. I've told them several times. I hope that we never have to do ministry apart. And uh, so this may seem kind of weird, but we actually still get to do ministry together uh, by this uh, them pastoring this church, and we're excited about it. Amen. We're looking forward to what God's going to do. So many times people think that the church is just a place that you go to, right? Or it's just a, a you know a membership that you take part in. But Jesus had a much different idea in mind for the church. We've talked about how God intended for the church to be a people and not a place, right? And we talked about how we need to know where we came from spiritually in order to know who we really are, or we need to know our family DNA. But for the local church to be what God intended it to be, we have got to be who we are. We've got to know where we came from, and we've got to understand, amen, that the true force that enables us to accomplish this task Is his spirit. We can have our mission, our vision, our values, and our, you know, all these wonderful things, but we need the empowerment of the Holy Spirit to be God's people in this world. Amen? Amen. So, with that in mind, I want to turn your attention to the book of Acts, chapter 1. Acts, chapter 1. And if you would, we'll just stand for just a moment to honor the reading of the word. I won't keep you standing long. Acts chapter 1, verses 4 through 7. Amen. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And He said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in His own power. Amen. Lord Jesus, we thank You for Your Word. God, we pray that this church would uh, realize that we have spirit power DNA. And God, that we need to operate by Your power and Your Spirit that moves in us. And God, we will give You the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name. Thereby say amen. Amen. God bless you. It's so good to see you here today, amen. We're so thankful for each and every one of you that have made it out. I know it's a little bit cold out there, but you you are all ready for Thanksgiving, and you're not thinking about that, so that's awesome, um, right? Anybody? Nobody. You See, you're thinking about it. That's why I said it. I'm making sure, because what happens around holidays is like people just, they, they tune out. They start thinking about all the dishes they got to get ready, and the... People that are coming over and they got to get the house ready and all these things. And I understand. I understand. Um, uh, Trust me, I I have a tendency to get distracted myself. But I do want to talk to you just for a couple minutes, and if you'll help me today, it will be uh, a short message. But I, I believe that God's Spirit lives in us. Amen. The Scripture talks about how we have received the promise of the Father. We have received His Spirit. So when we receive His Spirit, it empowers us to reflect our DNA in Christ and change the world. That's what happened with the early church. They had Spirit-powered DNA, and they turned their world upside down, and people noticed and took knowledge that they had been with Jesus. There was something different about these people. That's the only strategy that the early church knew. They, they only knew how to operate in the Spirit. They didn't have all the technology and all the wonderful gadgets and things that we have today. All they had was the Spirit to lead and guide them. All they had was the Spirit's power to do the work. And they would pray, God, help us to have more boldness. Help us to be led by your Spirit. And the Holy Spirit was working in them. And the discipleship mentality that Jesus had taught them. And they carried it with them personally. And they made it a personal endeavor. It wasn't come to our church. It wasn't come visit us for this special Sunday. It was let me tell you about what Jesus has done in my life. Let me tell you about what God has done. It's changing me. It's making me who He wants me to be. It's amazing the change that I have seen. And so they carried this strategy of the Holy Spirit working with them, working in them, working through them. And we can do many things in the natural uh, man is so talented. We have some of the most incredibly talented people in this church. I I, I sometimes am amazed, and uh, I I look around and I say, man, that person can do this, and that person can do this, and and it just amazes me at at how talented some of us are naturally. And uh, my wife, she was we were talking the other day about about my daughter, and she uh, posted some art, and and I'm like, man, she is so. Talented how uh, you know where did she get that from my, my, do- my wife doesn't really draw much i don 't draw at all it's bad when I do and I was like, man she 's so talented she 's got all this natural talent in that area, and, and then I got to thinking about how we all are talented to do so many different things and the, the scripture talks about it's not just our talents but our giftings. some of us have special giftings, and some of us don't have certain giftings. Some of us think we have gifting, anyways. I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stay focused here. Some of us are trying to operate in somebody else's gifting. I I'm not gonna try to draw like my daughter because I can't. I just I, it's not in me to do it. No, I'll 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 be honest. I have tried, and it's really not in me to do it. But, but there are those of us, amen, that the, the, the Holy Ghost and the Spirit of God has gifted us to accomplish things. Amen. And we need to accomplish what the Spirit leads us and guides us to do. And when it comes to spiritual matters, there are many things we cannot accomplish through natural means. There are many things we will never be able to touch with our administrative abilities and our, our vocal abilities and our uh, our musical abilities and our talent ability. We, we will not be able to do certain things because only God's Spirit can lead us. Only His Spirit, amen, can give us the power in those areas. That's why the early church realized we can only go so far with our natural giftings. And so they prayed, God, give us boldness to step out in your Spirit and work through Spirit power, DNA, that you have placed in our life when we were born again amen of the water and of the spirit we cannot accomplish and definitely not complete these spiritual purposes of the church that God intended without the Holy Spirit empowering us we can't do it we, we, the, the best that we can do is hope to, to, to grow a crowd I'm gonna, it's going to get real for just a minute there's a lot of churches churches that know how to build a crowd. You know how we know how to build a crowd? I I can tell you, we know how to build a crowd. We know how to pack this place out. You know how we do it? Give away a free iPad. We'll pack this place out. I'm telling you. If we if we're giving away something for free, if we got something big going on, we know how to build a crowd. And you know what? There are some churches that they do that. That's their, they do that five, six, seven times a year. And their whole goal is just to get people coming and, and they build crowds by, by by offering free things and by doing natural things that make perfect marketing sense. But that's not how the Spirit of God, amen, is empowering the church to actually be the church. The early church was a group of mission-minded, values-driven, fellowshipping, loving, truth-telling, transforming people. And they were empowered and they were guided by the Holy Spirit. But today, we're guided by Facebook. Well, I know that that's happening. because, And I used to tell people this all the time. They used to. Pastors had to have the, the gift of discernment to know what was going on. Now we have the gift of Facebook. I can, I can tune in to Facebook, and in just a few minutes, I can tell uh, we're we going to have problems right there, and there's problems over here. Why? Because we, we are so uh, bound by our flesh. We're so bound by the natural, and we have learned that we, uh, especially here in America, we don't even have to depend on the Spirit for most of our life. Am I, am I shocking you? Am I, I'm not making you mad, am I? But that's how we live our lives. I mean, we got doctors, we got health plans, we got 401ks, we got all kinds of good stuff. I mean, most of us are going to go and we're going to sleep someplace tonight that's warm and comfortable. We're going to drive a vehicle that will get us from point A to point B. Most of us, we, we've got so much and we're so blessed. And the problem with that is, and I'm not saying it's a problem, but the problem with that can be that we don't depend on the Spirit. We're not being led by the Spirit. We're being led by, well, what do I want to eat today? And where do I want to go today? And who do I want to talk to today? We're not saying, God, who do you want me to talk to today? Where would you like me to go? Is there somebody you want me to... We have got to be empowered. We have got to be guided by His Spirit. Jesus commanded His disciples not to do anything. He said, go to Jerusalem and wait. Don't do anything until you are filled with the Spirit. Until you are empowered by the Spirit. There are some of us, we're trying to live lives and build families and, and do all these things. And we're trying to do it without the Spirit. And I'm, I'm just going to tell you like I feel it right now. We can, we can do a lot of things. Amen. We may be able to accomplish some good things and maybe build a pretty decent family. But can I tell you, we need the Spirit of God to lead us. Amen. We need the Spirit of God to lead us. I stand here today a product of two parents, amen, who allowed the Spirit to lead them. There would be times when I was going off the rails, so to speak, and they would say, hey, God just told me something. And I said, well, hey, how did you know? That's not fair. It's not fair to have Spirit-empowered DNA parents. More than having eyes in the back of their head, they had eyes everywhere. And you know what? God let them know because they were praying for me. And God would let them know whenever things weren't right. And sometimes people, they they say, well, I didn't even know this was going on with my kids. Why didn't you know it was going on? Why didn't you realize this was happening? Why? Because we're not led by the Spirit. Amen. We've got to be in tune with what the Spirit is saying to the church today. And not just about the church and not just about the loss, but about our lives, about our futures, about our families. This is the benefit that this message is to you. If you'll get this, if you'll understand that you can't do it by your might and by your power, it's got to be by His Spirit, it'll change the way that you live. You'll get up every day and say, God, let me walk in the Spirit today. God, let me hear the Spirit's voice today. God, I want my DNA, my spiritual DNA to be empowered by your Spirit. Everything I do, everywhere I go, amen, every word that I say, God, let your Spirit lead me and guide me. Amen. We can tinker with our Christ-centered DNA because we just don't like certain things. So we can tinker with it trying to make something without the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what a lot of churches are doing. I mean, they've got the best programs. They will tell you the best way to grow a church have the most dynamic kids program. You've got to have a program, kids program that entertains. You've got to have a youth program that keeps those kids just, they feel like they're the coolest kids ever. That's how you build a church. And, and I'm telling you right now, you can build a crowd that way. You can. You can build a crowd that way. But you know what you're going to need? You're going to need the spirit whenever those kids start doing their thing. You're going to need the Holy Ghost to tell you what to do and how to operate and how to keep them on the straight and narrow. I'm I'm speaking from experience. Amen. We had a cool kids ministry. We had a cool youth group. But guess what? I still was trying. I was a preacher's kid still trying to do my own thing. It took the Spirit of God, amen, through my parents to try to keep me in the right place. You're going to have to have the Spirit of God. You're gonna have to have it. anybody ever seen that uh, that uh, that sci-fi thriller Jurassic Park? anybody ever seen that? Nobody. Okay. anybody not seen it? Okay, four of you, five of you. For those five, let me uh, just give you a very brief description. Basically, uh, we can you can you can see in that movie they take and they they do this whole little pitch about uh, how they got the DNA of dinosaurs, right? And then how they genetically modified it. Scientists took the dinosaur's DNA, they altered it to fit their needs. That's what they did. And and as a result, bloodthirsty super raptors left a swath of devastation and destruction through this theme park where they had been penned up. Now, Jurassic Park is ultimately a moral tale about not interfering with nature. But we can be just as arrogant and misguided with our spiritual DNA. (laughs) We'll let that sink in for some of you. You're you're trying to uh, make your DNA, the DNA that he has given, you're trying to genetically modify it to what you want it to be. Well, I think God should accept this. I think he should be okay with this. You're not being led by the Spirit. You're doing what seems right to you. And the scripture says there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is death. We can take our strength, our ambition, our effort, and we can throw that into the DNA that we have in Christ, and we can create some monstrous issues for ourselves. Well, I got all this talent and ability. Look at what I can do. And he's like, I'm not really impressed. And sometimes church mission statements and values and vision and strategies, they all fail because they're not empowered and they're not guided by the Spirit of God. That's why we've got to have the Spirit. That's why, Come on, that's the only reason we're still here today. Because His Spirit is leading and guiding us. The church in the book of Acts influenced and changed their communities through the Holy Spirit. It wasn't because they had a great Sunday school program. It, it wasn't because their youth ministry was awesome. It didn't have a whole lot to do with all of their Easter productions. Well, amen. We are growing this church. Cassie's going to have a baby boy soon. And Lindsey's going to have a baby boy soon. And we're going to have two more members. Amen. That's natural growth right there, folks. I'm telling you. That's organic. Romans chapter 8 and verse 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. What does that mean? Those who walk after the flesh, there is condemnation. You will feel bad. You'll come to church and feel bad because you're walking after the flesh. Boy, that's a heavy bomb right there. I didn't say it. That's the word of God. (laughs) If I had said it, you could be mad at me. Get mad at him. It's not me. That was Paul. Paul said it to the church at Rome. He said, if you are walking after the spirit, no condemnation. If you walk after the flesh, probably going to be some. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. That's why Jesus came. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Notice that term again. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. That's why we've got to let the Spirit be working in us. That's why we've got to hear the voice of the Spirit leading and guiding us every day. Why? Because verse 6, For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But ye are not in the flesh. (laughs) Because you got spirit-powered DNA. You are in the Spirit, right? That's what the Scripture, if so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. That's why you need the Holy Spirit. Now if any man have not the Spirit of Christ... He is none of His. I had somebody try to explain that to me the other day, a while back, and they said, I said, well, they said that they'd never been filled with the Spirit. And I said, well, if you've not been filled with the Spirit, then you really don't belong to Him. Oh, no, no, I'm a child of the King. No, you're not. Yeah, yeah, I am. We're all children of God. I said, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Romans 8 9 says, if you don't have His Spirit, you are none of His. I don't think it can be more plain than that. That's why you need the Spirit. Amen. It's good to be baptized in Jesus' name. But you need the Holy Ghost. Amen. You need to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance. You don't have to be afraid of it. God wants to give it to you. It's His gift to you. And His Spirit will come and live inside of you. And it will change your life because you'll be led and guided by His Spirit. Verse 10 says, and if Christ be in you, that's when you're filled with the Holy Ghost, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies again by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. You don't know the flesh anything. Quit thinking you have to, oh I gotta you know, I gotta take care of this, I got no, you don't owe the flesh anything. <laughs> For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. That's it. It's it's plain. But if ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, if you'll listen to the Spirit and you'll let the Spirit help you, amen, put to death these ambitions and desires and, and, and all these selfish things that we have in our flesh, if you'll allow the Spirit to, it will help you, amen, to live above that, to mortify or to put to death, amen, the deeds of the body, then ye shall live. For, here we are, come right back to the same premise, as many as are led. By the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Now I know, I know you might think that I'm really taking a little bit of liberty here, but please just give me just a moment. Does that also mean then? Because when you read that, as many as are, they are the sons of God. So, so I would twist it as well to the other way and say, those who are not led, they are not the sons of God. Now do you see why spirit-powered DNA is so important? You, you've got to have it. I mean, this is something you can't... You don't want to go another day without it. You don't want to go another night tonight without it. You want to have your, 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 your spirit-powered DNA. When you leave this building today, you want to be in tune with the Spirit. Amen? You want to hear the Spirit's voice. And you want to follow the leading of the Spirit. Because if you are led by the Spirit... And it goes on, for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. Some of us, we live our lives in fear because we're not led by the spirit. Fear plagues us every day because we're not letting the spirit speak into our life. And so we are afraid. We're afraid this is going to happen, afraid that's going to happen. We worry, 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 anxiety, stress, depression, That's not from the Spirit. In fact, the Bible says it very plainly that we have not received the spirit of bondage. We have not received that spirit of bondage to fear, but we have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. I told you, you got to know who you are and where you came from. Your your DNA spiritually is so important. If you don't understand that your DNA is spirit powered, amen, when you're born again of the water and born again of the spirit, you've got to come on, you got to get this. You got to understand this. Because when you understand who you are, then you also understand whose you are. And when the devil starts throwing everything that he can at you, you say, hold on, wait a second, Dad. You take care of this for me. Amen. The spirit of adoption cries. Abba Father. Come on daddy. Help me out here. We don't have to be afraid when we're led by the spirit. And things are coming against us. Because we've got spirit powered DNA. We can call on the father. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you Jesus. I'm not in this thing alone. I'm not bound by only what my flesh can do. I've got the power of the Spirit of God working in me. i got the power of the Spirit of God working through me. I am a child of the King. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Everyone wants to change the world. Amen. Everyone wants to change. Well, everybody wants to do something that leaves a you know lasting legacy, right? That's what I've, I hear a lot now. Song lyrics and quotes and good vibes, good vibes only. They abound everywhere, even on Instagram. You got to you got to realize that 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 this is so big of a deal that that we think that the world is really messed up and needs to be fixed. And it is pretty messed up. <laughs> Recently, somebody sang a song that they were just waiting on the world to change. And then uh, Billy Joel, way back, before some of you were even born, uh, wrote the song, We Didn't Start the Fire. And in that song, man, there's all these things about what's wrong with the world. But guess what? Through... The power of his DNA in the local church, Jesus Christ, is making wrong what's right, or what's right what's wrong in the world. Through his DNA in the local church, he is making a difference and changing the world. That's what the church is supposed to be. If we're spirit powered, if we are being led by the spirit. Amen. You won't achieve what you're you're going to achieve in, in your natural, but with the spirit power, you have that power that Jesus intends for you to have. He said, guess what? You're going to cast out demons. You're going to you're going to speak with new tongues. He said you're going to you're going to speak and you're going to cast out sickness. You're going to cast out disease. He said, you're going to do all these things. Why? Because you have spirit power DNA. He said, not only are you going to do the works that I've done. He said, you're going to do even greater works than these. Come on somebody, you have to understand, he didn't just give you a little power, he said I'm giving you my power. (laughs) Hallelujah, hallelujah. With his power on the inside of us there is nothing, somebody say nothing, there's nothing that we can't do. We cannot expect to achieve what God has intended for this church and this community. And I'm not talking about this building. I'm talking about this church. We can't accomplish what God has intended for this church with programs, with human plans, and with ideas. We need to be so closely connected to God's Spirit that we're in tune with Him. Amen. That we hear His voice. So we pray what God wants us to pray. We plan what God wants us to plan. We move in the direction that He urges us with the power of the Spirit. I wish in this place that there would be somebody that you would start to think, man, what is going on in my life? What is is churning in me right now? That is the Spirit calling. Amen. I wish you would hear the voice today of the Spirit saying, come on, you, you, you can come a little bit higher. You, you can raise above that natural man. You can raise above that lower nature by the power of the Spirit that I placed inside you. I know you've been struggling with your fasting and your prayer and and actually doing some of the things you know you're supposed to do, But but come on, there's a higher calling here. And there's a Spirit calling in this place today. Hallelujah. There's a Spirit calling. Because you can't accomplish it on your own. You can't do it by yourself. You need the Spirit. If we could do it by ourselves, there would have been no need for Jesus Christ to die. If we could have done it all by ourselves, He would have just said, Here's some good principles, now go. But because we couldn't do it ourselves, He said, I'm going to the cross. And when I, when I raise from the dead, I'm going to ascend up into heaven, but I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I'm going to leave you with my spirit. Amen. And that's what changes this church. That's what distin- uh, makes this church distinct from every other church. We are led by the spirit. We are filled with the spirit. There is something different about us. It's not our clothes. It's not our music. Amen. And some people say it's the anointing, but that all comes because of the spirit of God. It's not us. It's the Spirit of God that's moving through us. It's His power that's working in us. We've got to have the Spirit. Would you stand with me today? We've got to have His Spirit. In this building, there is enough DNA to change the world. There's enough spiritual DNA to really change this world. Some of you wonder, I can't even change my own self. I can't even change my own family. What's wrong with me? And the devil beats you up every time you come into this place. You feel like a failure because you think there's no way that I can do this. And I'm gonna tell you you can do all things through Christ. I'm gonna tell you this today. You you may not want to hear it, but the devil's a liar. And it doesn't matter what He told you you couldn't do. With His Spirit on the inside of you, there is nothing that's impossible for God. In your DNA is love, truth, fellowship, justice, transformation, and everything else that a hurting world longs for. You're powered by the Spirit. It's not your intellect. Man, you're smart, Brother Cooper. You're a smart guy. Jessica, you guys make a dynamic duo. I'm so excited about what God's going to do in your ministry. But you guys got to have the Spirit of God moving to help you to pastor that church. Some of you, you're incredible. You got the smarts, business smarts like nobody's business, but you need the power and the Spirit of God flowing through you to lead and guide your family, to guide your steps and direct your future path. We need a fresh Holy Ghost anointing in this place. We need to be led by the Spirit in every area of our lives. The only way for that to happen is for us to die to our flesh. The very first thing that has to happen is we have to say, enough of me, more of you. I've had enough. Amen. I've had everything that that I've tried to do it all my way, and I'm sick of doing it my way. I want to do it your way. I want to be led by your spirit. So today I'm inviting you to an altar to put a living sacrifice. A living sacrifice. You're not going to lay on this altar and you're not going to stay here for good and just, well, I'm just always going to be in the presence of the Lord. No, you're going to have to, at some point, you're going to have to get up and leave this altar. But I'm asking you to bring a living sacrifice today and say, I'm dying to my flesh. I'm dying to my desires. I'm just, I'm dying to the things that I want and the things that I think need to happen. And I want your Spirit to lead me. I want your Spirit to guide me. How long has it been... you prayed you prayed until you felt like you were hearing clearly the voice of God in your everyday life come on some of you know exactly what I'm talking about it's been too long since you heard God speak clearly into your life you wonder why that's going away and I will tell you today it's because you got out of tune with the spirit you started going back to what your flesh wanted may take some fasting to break off the bands of worldliness and that heaviness that's on you right now and the desires of your flesh, but it will be worth it to be powered by the Spirit. It will be worth it to hear the voice of God clearly in your life again. It will be worth it to know if He comes right now, I'm ready to go. Amen. It would be worth it today for you to put the living sacrifice on the altar and say, God, here I am. I turn to you. And if you've not been baptized in Jesus' name, today is your day. You need to be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remitting, washing away of all your sins. And He wants to fill you with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. This altar's open. I wonder if you just come today. Amen. I'm not asking you to lay down on the altar. Just come to this altar and bring a living sacrifice. Amen. Just bring a living sacrifice today.